Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Time to go I-20 west towards Memphis, Tennessee, town I, I just left, but I enjoyed myself while I was there. I hate I won't be able to say it and go, go to Clicks tonight, but I was in the city of Memphis, see the Hawks play the Grizz last night, but it's all good. It's my man, J.C. Smith. What's good, bro? Yo, boss, what's happening, bro? Man, not much, man, you know. Doing what they do, man. Road running every week, man. Covering Hawks and Falcons, brother. You know how it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You know, 
the season is underway, man. We've had, you know, a few games under our belt already so far, man. You know, it's, it's about that time, man. No doubt. Well, bro, I want to talk to you today about this. The owners had a meeting this week about hot topics on the NFL, and the owners are disappointed in how the Chargers are not drawing the love from L.A. And some are starting to regret the Chargers moving to L.A. now from San Diego, and they've lowered their revenue expectations now from $400 million to 150 in PSLs because that's only PSL for a new stadium in Inglewood. So, bro, when you first heard the Chargers wanted to move from San Diego, you think it was going to be a good idea for them to go up to L.A. this time, or you thought it was a bad idea from the jump they should have stayed where they was at? It was a terrible idea for them to move to L.A. Um, you're talking about a team like, you know, where San Diego, you know, you got the Padres out there. Um, they had an NBA team back in the day, uh, you know, San Diego. Uh, I want to say San Diego Clippers uh, were NBA franchise back in the day as well. But, um, you know, I, I think that city identified with the Chargers, man. And I know they had some down years of late. But, you know, with the team they had, they, the Chargers have a good football team, man, good coach, good young uh, nucleus there players that they can mix in with the veteran Phillip Rivers. But it never made sense for, for uh, to me for them to move to L.A., you know, and you talk about the Rams coming also. And after the Chargers are just moving by themselves, you know, a, a one-team move there to L.A., okay, I can see the city rallying around them. But the Rams being the fact that the Rams were in L.A. originally, you know, and the, and the history that they have, and the fact that the Rams are the best team in the league. So, of course, more fans there locally are going to, you know, going to support and, and going to rally behind the Rams because they're awesome. The Chargers were always the Chargers were always going to be the side piece team in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because, I mean, they, they were always going to be the side piece. The, the Rams are wifey, and, and the Chargers, they're, they're side piece, man. Exactly. And remember how – the Chargers pitched to be about the Raiders not coming to L.A. with the Rams. Yes, yes. The NFL is probably kicking themselves. We should let the Chargers go to either Vegas or stay in San Diego. Let the Raiders come down from Oakland and be in the L.A. Rams and the Raiders again because that would have had L.A. really popping with the Raiders and Rams fans and the factions down there because the Chargers, to me, are playing – 16 road games this year, as always, because if you, I, I can't remember. I remember how when the Houston Oilers was moving into Tennessee, it felt like they was had 16 away games, and when they played that year in Memphis, it felt like they was a, the away team every day to fly to Memphis to play each week. They felt they was the away team all the time. So I kind of parallel the Chargers to the Titans. There was a nomad team leaving Houston going to Tennessee before they got to Nashville finally to the stadium up there. And the Chargers now in L.A. kind of like, why are we here? We should have left where we was at. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know what you got till it's gone, man. Um, and I think it's a situation where both, both parties feel like, hey, maybe we should have stayed at home where we were at. You know, the uh, the franchise ownership at the time, you know, we're looking for a new stadium. The fans didn't really want to, you know, put in as far as the taxes to, to pay for a stadium, considering the fact that the Chargers are not really uh, producing anything on the field. But now I think both parties wish that, hey, they could have came up with an agreement there, you know, because the Chargers just seem out of place in L.A. It, it just doesn't seem right, you know. 
you know, they're the San Diego Chargers. They're, they're, they're never going to be the L.A. Chargers. They're always going to be the San Diego Chargers in my, in my mind, man. And, and you refer to the, uh, the Titans one year here, you know, uh, which felt, like they, like they never felt like a home game because the ownership, Bud Adams, um, at the time, you know, everything that was happening in Houston. I remember that final year um, of the Oilers in Houston and how the fans weren't coming out and they were wearing the, uh, the brown uh, paper bags over their face. And they were so disappointed, you know, how, and how the team was doing and the fact that they were moving. And so, you know, this whole thought of the, that they would come up here and, you know, Memphis was starving for an NFL franchise, you know, at the time, because they remember the, uh, Memphis put in a bid to have an NFL team back during the time that Jacksonville and Carolina had one. Memphis, Memphis was in that mix also. They, they, uh, they lost out. Yeah, yeah, they lost out in the final, um, the final round, and, and and the franchise ended up going to uh, uh, Jacksonville, Carolina. Memphis was right there in the mix for one. So, you know, Bud Adams thought, hey, you know, we'll wait here for a year, you know, and and, uh, and see how things go. And you no know, Memphis fans, you know, there was no attachment to the team. You know, we knew they they were just a rental. So, you know, of course, the fans are not going to come out and support a team that's only going to be here you know, for a quick minute until, you know, things are ready for them to move to Nashville. You know what I'm saying? So it was always a weird situation. So I think I think the, the situation is kind of favorable to how it was for the Oilers coming here to Memphis almost over, well, over 20 years ago now to where the Chargers are going through now in L.A. because nobody nobody really went to there. You know what I'm saying? Like the ownership, like, we're, going, we're moving to L.A. And L.A. fans like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wanted the Chargers there. Of course they wanted the Raiders there. Of course they wanted the Rams there. The Chargers were just like a, a thought, you know, a, a thought, a third piece, third NFL team exactly. that was going to go to L.A. Exactly. Now, for, now, let me ask you this. Now, in Memphis, how, how many Titans fans you've seen really in Memphis? I don't think there's very many. I think Memphis is still kind of one of them cities where – you kind of like who you like. You're not a Titans fan if you're in Memphis. I don't see it happening. You know what? I mean, the Titans, they have a, a, a kind of a you know, big following now. They've had success, you know, of fans here uh, of the Titans. But, um, you know, as far as, as far as the Titans go, they're always going to be seen as Nashville's team. You know, you know, you got a lot of fans here in Memphis, but, you know, it's Nashville's team. It's not like you know, Tennessee Titans where everybody kind of, you know, shares the, the team. And, and you know it's for a fact, Boston, that you're covering the team, man, as far as the disconnect between Nashville and Memphis and how Nashville has a superiority uh, complex over Memphis where they think they're better, they're a better city. Um, so they I think do. the Titans were always – yeah, they do. And the Titans were always looked at as Nashville's team. And you got fans here, but Memphis don't really – there's more Cowboy fans in Memphis than it is Titans fans. So, you know, that, that pretty much sums it up right there. Now, for the people in back in Houston that, that, you, that you know when you grew, that you grew up with, are there any – did any of them become Titans fans or they say screw, the, screw this team and now they're all Texans fans? They don't think about the Titans no more. Basically. Yeah, that, that about sums it up, boss. You know, it's a situation kind of a la to um, the Cleveland Browns when they lost their team, when Armadale moved the team to Baltimore. You know, it was kind of like the hell with, you know, that franchise. You know, those Cleveland fans at the time, you know, were not going to become fans of Baltimore Ravens until they got their own team, 
you know, uh, the second reincarnation of the Browns, you know, about you know, a few years later there. That's the same situation with, with uh with Houston. You know, they lost lost the Oilers in ninety five, uh, was last year in Houston and, and then by O two, you know, seven years later you had the Texans. So yeah, it was a situation like I can't think of any anybody any of my friends living in Houston at the time that were Oiler fans, uh, now being Titans fans. It didn't carry over like that. Uh, they they pretty much said to hell, hell with Bud Adams, to hell with the Oilers last Titans, you know, uh, and they waited until they got their own franchise, and now, you know, everybody's pretty much uh, supporting the Texans now. Now, I will say this, and it's, gonna, it's coming up soon here, J.C. In 2029, the lease at Nissan Stadium runs out for the Titans. So when they're actually going to build them a new stadium, they're going to move out. If the clock is ticking, you know, think about it. It's going to be a 30 year lease that quick. It's going to be over. So, Nissan Stadium, Jacksonville, at the Gator Bowl, as I call it, Carolina, I mean, those stadiums are always in the league right now. You're going to do mm-hmm. something about them to keep your team in that town because teams want new buildings. At the Georgia Dome, building 92, blown up in 2018. Man. So, hey man, yeah. The Titans yeah. might not be in Nashville that much longer if they Nashville party for a new stadium for them for them boys come to 2029. Uh, you know Nashville, they got money. I, you know, of course they not, they don't want to lose their franchise, so of course they'll they'll, they'll you know it'll, it'll be a little you know kind of tug tug and pull going on you know uh, between the sides there, but eventually they'll they'll get a deal done to get a new stadium there. Uh, it's funny you would mention. The fact about the Georgia Dome, man. I can remember. It's, it's show you how old I am. I can remember uh, watching. Uh, I think it was like a preseason game, the first game at the Georgia Dome. You know what I'm saying? It's like '93. You know, 92. the first game at the. No, it was '92. Okay, '92, man. Yeah, like it was the first five, game. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, and, you know, prime time was still on the roster and everything, man. Like, and that was like the brand new. Thanking sparkling Georgia Dome, and it, I remember the announcers talking about how great the stadium was, and, and all that, man. And then fast forward now, it's it like it, it seemed like it was just yesterday, man. But that was over what 20, 25, 25 years, years ago. 20 years That's ago yeah, look, bro, I'm gonna tell you how, I'm how deep I go with it. My pops took me to a, a Falcon game at the old Fulton County Stadium. It's now a parking lot now for Turner Field. Hey, man. In 91. We're getting old, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. Well, bro, I hate I can't be in town tonight for, for clicks, but tell the people what is going on that I'm missing the clicks tonight off that old mouth away for our people out there in Memphis, love the Boss Man Show. Man, we got something special going on tonight, boss. We're going, you know, Three Kings, you know, we, we definitely, you know, we care, we show love and support. Whenever we can, man. You know, of course, the month of October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, you know, we're going to definitely show our love and support, man, for breast cancer awareness, man. We got something big coming up tonight, man, where we're going to have the pink shirts and we're going to do some other prizes and giveaways, man. You know, just show love to all the survivors and everybody that's gone through the struggle, man, you know, to try to beat this monster that is cancer. So we're going to definitely turn up. It's called Turn Up for the Pink. Um, you know, tonight, man, everybody come on out. We're going to have fun, have a good time, and, you know, we're going to be supporting a good cause, man. 
No doubt. We're looking forward to be back in Memphis on November 11th. November 10th, rather, for the Sixers game. So hopefully, Saturday night, so I'll get to go and enjoy the vibe and clicks live and in color one more time in the month of November, bro, bro. Look forward to that. No doubt. It's going down, my guy. No doubt, folks. This is my man, J.C. Smith, here on the Boss Man Show. Baby D, you are the best. Cut the speak, cause it's so fresh. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have from Family Grinding NT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, J.C., the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Click Sports Bar Memphis. <laughs> 